welcome to another episode of Around the Emirates with Sarah. I'm here with Grace. Hello. Nice to have you on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. So Grace is the mastermind behind Beach 76, an eco-friendly beach lifestyle brand. brand. Did I get that yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> bang on, bang on. Perfect. So tell me the story behind this brand. Okay, so I actually have two brands. Um, okay. The first one is Beach 76, which mm-hmm. um, is about five years old. Uh, started life as an inclusive brand. So I okay. started a swimwear line that was basically uh, designed for all women, regardless of age, shape, background. Oh, nice. Um, kind of that anti-Dubai kind of vibe, if you know what I mean. Um, no shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, where we use real women as our models. So we've never worked with models. Okay. So it's all about just um, body positivity and inclusivity. Diversity, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just, you know, the right way to go, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it's progressed, it's moved into the sustainability space. So it's cool. now um, all made with a fabric called Econel. Econel is a fabric that's made from fishing nets that are retrieved from the ocean. So what? I know, crazy, <laughs> right? Um, but amazing, amazing. So we kind of progressed from this inclusive brand into this inclusive, sustainable brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're on this kind of sustainability journey. It's going to take a while because when you're in a fashion brand, it's quite difficult to oh, of kind of make fully sustainable because you're flying things all over the world. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so yeah, it kind of started like that. And then about six months ago, we thought, you know what? Having a swimwear line is not just enough. Why don't we start an e-com multi-brands platform? And that's when the natural peer was born. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wow. Yeah, so uh, that kind of happened because, one, um, it's quite competitive for swimwear in this market. Mm -hmm. So as much as I was, you know, pretty pleased with how we were doing and how we were progressing, I kind of felt that it was just one element of what could be such a bigger thing. Mm -hmm. And two, because I'd got into sustainability in a kind of big way, I've gone back to university and kind of studied it a little bit more and... I've been in fashion for 20 years, so I've seen the good and a lot of the bad Mm. of the fashion industry, and it kind of started, my moral compass started to go back to where I originally was, which was about trying to, you know, do things for the for the greater good, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided that I'd try and find um, brands locally and around the world that were on the same sustainability journey as me, mm-hmm. bring them all together under a platform, um, and then, yeah, just enable people to shop everything for their beach, like their beach needs, whether you're a family, a single girl, single guy, couple, mm-hmm. whatever, um, but shop sustainably. So that's it. So in a sense, you kind of found that capacity gap in the fashion industry and you're like, this is one thing that's missing or it's not, um, it, there, there aren't enough resources dedicated to this as there can be. And that's when you're like... Yeah. I think, I think, you know, finally the UAE is really getting behind sustainability as, a, as you know, not just a trend, right. but it's here to stay. And, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the younger generation, they're much more tapped into brands that are actually about something and are standing for something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, coming from the UK, we were kind of already there anyway. Yeah. Um, it just took a while to catch up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's amazing what's happening in the industry here. And, you know, the big, big corporates are now getting involved and the sustainability kind of community here is really strong and there's a lot of people doing a lot of really good stuff yeah so it kind of spurred me on to want to do something um within my niche Mm -hmm. because i had done swimwear it's just a natural progression to stick with swimwear and you know there's other really good platforms out there that are bringing a lot of eco products to the market Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily need to compete with that Mm -hmm. i can just bring my own little niche um and just try and grow that 
So why swimwear? Like, why do you focus on this part? <laughs> um, okay, the truth of it was, I was on holiday in Bali with two of my British friends, okay. and we drank way too many cocktails. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to start a beach there. brand. <laughs> I literally, no, I'm not joking. So we were in this beach bar, and I was like, I was probably three or four in, and I was like, I'm going to start a beach brand. And they were like, yeah, whatever, because I always come up with crazy stuff. I went back to the hotel room that night. I searched for a factory, found a factory in Brazil because I knew oh, wow. that Brazil was a good place for um, uh, fabrics. Yeah. Ordered some samples, got back from Bali. The samples were at home. They were amazing. And I was like, I'm going to do this. Wow. And that's how it started. And now we're obviously a lot further down the line. I'm a bit more of a sensible businesswoman. But um, yeah, it started uh, over a cocktail in Bali. I see. Okay, so guys, the key to success, alcohol and Bali. There yeah, we go. Yeah, definitely <laughs> Bali. They've got amazing swimwear. So it's a good place for creativity. Yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. And um, what do you think has been like the biggest challenge that you've come across so far? And how have you overcome it? I think um, I started Beach 76 when I was already in a full-time job. Um, okay. So it's quite hard to juggle everything. Um, and it kind of fell off a cliff for a little bit of a while because of the pandemic and everything. Yeah. And then I set out on my own entrepreneurial journey, just me, even though I have another partner with the business. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the hardest things is feeling alone, uh, and feeling like you're the only one who's going through all those problems um, and just not being able to sometimes make a decision or, you know, just... Uh, feel like you have the confidence to make the mistakes that you invariably will mm. um to move your business forward so it can be a lonely journey um yeah. and I think and it's also hard as a woman uh, maybe not necessarily just here but a female entrepreneurs don't necessarily get all the chances that guys do um although here there's great networks now I mean amazing networks for women um and I think the probably the most important thing that I took from that was was be open, be honest, and mm-hmm. talk to people about where you're at because I guarantee someone else is going through the same situation. That's actually a really good point that you raised because I've done a couple of interviews with one or two other on- like female entrepreneurs, and they've all said the biggest challenge was the loneliness. Yeah, having to spend like you know nights alone working late in the office mm-hmm. and thinking about well you know I'm in my you know 30s or 40s and mm-hmm. I want to have kids but I want to do my business like it's definitely for females that's a much um, more complicated situation to be in than for men, but it's all the more satisfying in the end once you actually see that return on investment and see like exactly organic exactly. growth. Yeah, like you exactly. Said. And you've got to be patient. You know, it's yeah. like everyone wants it to be overnight, and then it doesn't happen, and then yeah. you second guess yourself, it's and like, then the financial. The doing? <laughs> then you're like spending all this money, and it's not coming back, and you're like, what am I doing? And then one Seriously. day something great happens, and then it restores your faith again. I see. So, do you have any kind of cool or crazy story of like working with? customers or something that's come up um I think I don't know really I mean the customers that I've had have been fortunate enough to be um pretty cool um mostly what we do is obviously we direct ship to customers all around the world um Mm -hmm. or we work with like kind of local partners here most of the crazy things that we've had done will be things like photo shoots and doing like nutty photo shoots in the middle of nowhere with (laughs) you know girls changing in the back of um cars and like wind blowing everywhere and the photographer not turning up on time and everything kind of going wrong so I think the things that we struggle most with story-wise are the are the building of the brand and, and kind of how to do that um where we look really professional, but actually we feel like we're just winging it most of the time. Um, I hear you. But, you know, (laughs) it's it's part of the fun of it. And a lot of people say that when they do get the big success with brands, Mm -hmm. those early stages where you're just basically, you've got 500 dirhams and you've got to produce a lookbook and a photo shoot um, were the best days because they're the bits where you've got to be the most creative. Mm -hmm. Um, Working in fashion, you come across crazy people um, I can only but, imagine. Um, 
<laughs> that's fine because I'm probably a little bit myself anyway. So um, I'm very fortunate that we've got great customers. Um, I think the industry itself is a little bit wacky, but I've been in it for so long. I'm probably you're part like of, immune to all the craziness. Immune to it now. all now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I have a couple of questions just about your your business model. So how many countries do you ship out to? You said so we ship mostly to the GCC um, okay. and then to the UK. Um, okay. However, what happens is if customers come to us from somewhere else and we can do it, then we will. Okay. Um, we work on the drop ship model, which is a kind of different model to most e-coms, uh, which is where we don't actually hold the stock. We represent the brand mm-hmm. and then wherever the brand is that we either pick up and then deliver or they're responsible for the delivery. Okay. So we've got brands in Colombia, uh, Greece, Italy, Bali. UK, <laughs> Bali. And my production's in Bali. So, yeah, I got uh, started. I've always got to get in there somehow. Um, so we kind of do it that way really and then obviously locally it's a lot easier. We, we kind of manage it. It's great to be able to support the local businesses and it's amazing to see some of the stuff that's coming out of here at the moment. Uh, it makes me really proud to see I've been here nine years almost um, mm-hmm. the changes that are kind of taking place here. It's brilliant. That's incredible. Mm. So what is your favorite product from everything that you sell? Of course, my own brand. No, I'm joking. Um, so we have a new brand that we've just taken on, which is a beachwear brand from Greece. Um, she's just been featured in Vogue. So um, for me, that's kind of a bit of a kudos because I love fashion and I've lived and breathed it almost my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a really young girl. She's starting out on her own. She's really tapped into kind of a sustainability and she's yeah. just on her own little journey. Um, and she's only just started, she's like six months in. To kind of get that kind of feature and to have a beautiful set of designs um, makes me really proud to see what, you know, the next generation of designers and fashion designers are doing. Mm-hmm. And then we work with a Colombian brand. Um, this kind of makes me really emotional every time I talk about it. It's a Colombian beachwear brand. Um, and their sustainability messaging is about taking orphans who have never been to the sea and taking them to the sea for the first time in their life. <laughs> Um, and it literally gives me goosebumps with emotions when I talk about it because uh, it's just an amazing thing to do Uh, so that we work with lots of brands that do more than just use sustainable yarns we work with brands that are trying to give back to the communities that they're producing from and that's I think really important Wow, yeah. that's, 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 I mean, I'm a plus for that. It's amazing. When, I, when they told me, I was like, I'm in. I don't even care if it doesn't make me any money. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> just knowing that your heart is in the right place and you have those good intentions. Yeah. And, you know, even if it makes one person smile. Yeah. That, that's, you know. And I think that that's the one great thing about working in sustainability is the people that are in this industry are more than just being starting a business and turning a profit. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, we're all in business for a reason. But it's so much more than that. It's yeah. so much more about, you know, community, giving back, helping the world, water, you know, making sure of equal rights, all the different ways that you want to go just means that there's um, people have got a great moral compass. And I think that's really important. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, so what is one big piece of advice you have for like maybe females or anyone who's trying to enter like the sustainability arena? Um, do your research if it's sustainability, get yourself on a course, even if it's a short course, get your knowledge because someone will call you out along the way somewhere and if you don't know, wow. you're going to sound a little bit yeah. like you're, you know, you're doing lost, it for a trend. Yeah. Um, so do your research, surround yourself with good people who are positive, um, who will take you on your journey, mm-hmm. um, believe in yourself and it's okay to fail. I think that's the one thing that took me a while. It's okay <laughs> to fail. It Have is. we all heard that? We've all heard that. <laughs> because you learn from it. And the next yeah, time course. you learn more. You and get then back you, up. You get back up, exactly. Um, but yeah, surround yourself with a good set of women. That, that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. This thank you for been... inviting me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I mean, this has been a very enlightening experience for me, just knowing the fact that you just said it's okay to fail. I think that's the biggest 
kind of barrier for people because we are our own worst critic, oh, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. if we understand that failure is a possibility, like that that you may not get exactly where you wanted to be by the time that you were planning for it, mm. it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to succeed. It just means that there's a speed bump that you have to learn from. Exactly. So exactly. And we will go through it. We will go through it together. Well, thank you so much. No problem at all. Um, I'll obviously be tagging, uh, you know, all of Grace's a thousand and one brands <laughs> in this post. But uh, thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you.